Summer travelers hitting the road in record numbers this year. There are some who are choosing to cross the Badger State in ways other than the freeway. WTMJ's Adam Roberts rode the Amtrak Empire Builder from Milwaukee all the way to La Crosse. Here's his experience crossing Wisconsin by rail. Transit. The way we get from point A to point B. It's been in the Milwaukee news cycle a lot recently. Whether it's over what to do with the hop, they have had a very difficult time securing federal funding, which is where a large portion of the funding would come from to expand the hop. To the continued discussions of I-794. that, you know, we tore down a freeway and the world noticed. Or the always popular Evers expression. Fix the damn roads. No matter which way you get around, the idea that getting around quickly by any means desired is one that many would argue shouldn't be controversial. But as with anything, there are a lot of factors at play. Peter Park is the former city planner for Milwaukee who recently held the same position in Denver. He spoke at a recent 794 public forum and had a quote that stuck with me since then. If we are this country that talks about choice and freedom of choice, why would we design a city that limits the choice and dependency on one mode of travel? So taking that concept of freedom of travel choice, I expanded it to statewide travel. On a recent trip to visit friends in La Crosse, I decided I would get there by alternative means. Amtrak's Empire Builder first served customers in 1929 as the flagship train of the Great Northern Railway. It currently operates two lines between Chicago and both Seattle and Portland, serving up to 38 stations along the way depending on the route. One of those is the Milwaukee Intermodal downtown where I hopped on about 15 minutes behind my scheduled 4.45 departure time. Please have your tickets out and ready for the conductor to scan. Do not hop on board the train until your ticket is scanned. Got it? Yes. Yes. Only two people got it? (laughs) We're in education. Can I get it for somebody else? Can I get it for somebody else? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, at least Amtrak employees have a sense of humor. After boarding the Superliner, I took stock of my immediate surroundings and quickly noticed a key difference between train and air travel. So we departed the intermodal station about five minutes ago, and the first thing you notice when you ride one of these trains is just how much legroom you have, even in the coach car. For reference, I'm six feet tall, and I could easily stretch my legs in front of me and still have room to spare. The extra legroom wasn't the only thing I noticed. The food and beverage situation also caught my attention. An added benefit for train travelers in Wisconsin, you can carry on any kind of drink you want. So even though this is technically a work assignment, I think I'm okay to have just one. After cracking that cold one open though, I was quickly reminded of one of the golden rules of public transportation. crying baby always finds you. So it seemed like a good time to make a trip to the Empire Builder's dining car. And due to Amtrak's communal seating policy, I was seated across from Kevin and Moa, a couple from Sweden making a trip to the Twin Cities. I was here as as an exchange student in 2016. And I got really good connections with my family uh, in, in Minnesota. So now I'm going back to visit them. During our shared meal of Amtrak's famous flat iron steak, I was offered a unique European perspective on rail travel. 
The biggest part that plays a role is um, the environment. We care a lot about the environment in Sweden, where I'm from. Most people say like, yeah, I do this because uh, the one with my car is bad for uh, the climate and stuff like that. And the government just pumps in money into the good, good trains and good buses and good services because they care about the climate. Does that seem like such a foreign concept to just have a vehicle and use that as your primary mode to get around? I mean, you can do like get where you want to go and take detours and stuff, but then you have to stay up and drive and then sleep somewhere. Speaking of sleep, after parting ways with Kevin and Moa, I headed back to my coach seat, took a quick power nap, and woke up as we rolled into the Lacrosse Amtrak Depot. About 20 minutes delayed, but we rolled into lacrosse about 8.30. It's about what I was expecting. So, so far I'd say we've beaten the old Amtrak delay stereotypes. Ah, oh, me and my big mouth. Coming up later this week, we'll detail the trip home from lacrosse, which involved a different set of wheels. Adam Roberts, WTMJ News. Yeah, that is a very different trip Back eastbound, we'll run part two of Adam's story, this time tomorrow on Wisconsin's Morning News.